0: Welcome to Chill Track Friday. I'm Anne. I'm Ali. Just a quick heads up that this episode has some adult language. So we just wanted to give you a little warning about that in case the kids are around.
1: By the way, thank you so much to all of our listeners and their support. It has been actually really incredible to get all the feedback that we've been getting so far. And we have a small request. We would like you to go to iTunes and leave us a rating and or a review if you can, if you like this. Um, And let us know. Uh, Reach out to us on Instagram as well. Give us feedback so we know what we can improve upon. So let's get into today's episode. What do we have?
0: Today we are sitting down with our friend and Van Cortlandt Track Club teammate, Laura Rodriguez. We hope you enjoy the show.
2: It's like a big goal. You know what? The bigger the fucking goal yeah the better yeah you just you know go big or go home right so yeah
0: okay so we're on yeah
1: i think we're on yeah
0: okay so okay Okay. welcome to chill track friday hello i'm ann i'm ali
2: and i'm laura (laughs) roger you guys
0: yeah we have an awesome really badass guest on today. Um, Laura is a co-member of our team. She's a teammate of ours uh, from Van Cortland Track Club and uh, one of the most inspiring female runners that I know. And I kind of watched you from a distance through our mutual friend, Bobby. And it's just really nice to get to, to know you and to have run with you. And we're gonna get into all of this on this awesome episode. But first of all, what are we drinking?
1: Kick-ass coffee?
0: Kick-ass, <laughs> yeah. Brought to us by Laura. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
1: I always like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of signature to Chill Track Friday. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, can you tell us a little bit about your co- your new coffee maker that your oh husband had? Oh, my God. Had? So, yes. <laughs> We're going to bring
2: my husband, Roly, into
0: this. <laughs> um,
2: so, he has a friend that um, owns a restaurant, and um, he told my husband that he was selling his uh coffee machine that's at the restaurant he's like okay sure so he comes home and he tells me um hey i you know my buddy is selling me this like really good coffee machine you know he uses it at the restaurant makes cappuccinos lattes espressos i'm like sure and i'm thinking i'm like how big is this machine and he's like well it's it's pretty big so um, he got the machine and um, now he just makes me really good cappuccinos.
1: <laughs> There's a tech side to it, so what, how, do, how is it connected to Alexa? Can you tell me how the morning oh, starts? Oh yes,
2: so um, <laughs> my sister got us Alexa for Christmas and um, he decided to connect the coffee machine to it. We have like lights and all that stuff, so it's really funny. <laughs> so he'll wake up on you know Saturday or Sunday morning and be like, Alexa turn on magister that's the brand of the coffee machine so it's so funny so you know the machine just takes a while like 15 20 minutes to get started and
0: that's it. Yeah. It's so funny. This brings coffee making to a new level. And I think we can have a whole episode with Rolly. We might have oh, to just do definitely. coffee with the yes. coffee machine. And yes. What's its name? Majestic? Majester. Yeah. Majester. Yeah. That's yeah. We
1: can make a soundtrack. Just go record the sounds it's made. Like, <laughs> right. Different yeah. And, it's made.
2: yeah. He's such a coffee snob, though. It's like we'll go to, like, you know, we go to Stu Leonard's in Westchester or we go to Fairway. He's like, oh no, those beans are, are too wet or those look too oily. I'm like, what the hell? They look like just coffee beans oh like God. you know and then he'll make me taste them at home it's like you see the difference i'm like oh shit that's really strong wow, you know that's and i'm cool. like oh yeah yeah does so he, he have really a favorite go to what does he have a favorite go to um he i don't know he started um he he became a member of like the coffee club that they send you coffees monthly so um yeah he just makes i think lavaza is like one mm. of his favorites it's like super creamy and i love yeah, lavazza yeah yeah so
1: it's do you know the name of the coffee club? Is it?
2: uh no, that okay. we would have to ask him. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he got some coffees from Kenya. They sent him, and mm. that he really liked. Do yeah. they?
1: Do they just send like send like an assortment? Yes, every, yes. Okay.
2: Every month you get different. Like I think three coffees. Okay. I'm not sure, but he they send you different. Yeah, so yeah. that's Cool.
1: I wonder if it's drink trade.
0: Maybe we were looking. Maybe into some, yeah. Alaska, like, Alaska. bean ones. Yeah, and they seem to choose different i mean the we saw a few that were local kind of new york state ones which is nice there's so many coffees such a um it's just like a really growing popular oh my god i know yes like podcasts yeah like podcasts yeah
2: yeah and it just i mean even when we go away and stuff that's like my first go-to like just trying out different coffees everywhere (laughs) do you drink coffee before you race i do i do yeah how many cups um, I just won, yeah. yeah i and I usually like i when I'm out in the morning, like I usually run like around five thirty five forty five I'll have a, like half a cup, just sip it and out the door, yeah, I yeah. love my coffee I do too, yeah. yeah,
0: some people I know that we run with like Ben Delaney.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: he doesn't drink coffee until
1: yeah, after some he people runs.
2: don't I don't know, I just need that uh that jolt, that do. taste in the morning, yeah,
1: I usually do after as well, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, until, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. After yeah, that Joe. cup
0: of coffee after the race. I know, feels like so heaven. good, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so well, speaking of racing, um, let us get into your running, which is just so oh amazing. God. I mean, I know just a little bit just from our mutual friend, Bobby. He told me about some highlights of your running career, and then you sent us kind of a little resume, and I can't believe that your journey only started in 2009. I know,
2: right? It feels like a long, long time ago, though.
0: Yeah. So...
2: I was a really bad smoker and a gym rat, which is like total opposite, right? It's I like I that. would go to the gym, work out, and then go smoke a cigarette. Like, what the
0: hell is that, you know? I have to say, that's that disgusting. I was the same. Like, the first cigarette after the gym was like, a right? was kind of like the coffee after the that's race. Like, what the hell? <laughs> that is so gross. It's
2: like, what are Sorry, we doing to that? our bodies? It's like, you just worked yeah. out for like an hour. And ooh, let me just put some poison in my body now. Yeah. Like, you know? But yeah, so... I had I've been a smoker for a long time. Like I probably started smoking at like 14 or something like that, and I just couldn't kick the habit. I just smoked and smoked and and then um, I said, "All right, let me just you know throw out the pack of cigarettes and buy myself a treadmill." And that's what I did. So I started running like two miles, three miles here and there, and um, yeah, it was hard. Like you know, mm. and then um, I went to see the New York City Marathon. So a coworker of mine was um, doing it for a charity. And um, I just went out to cheer, and I couldn't believe it. I was like the whole day, I was like screaming,
0: and I lost my voice. I was like, "This is amazing!" Like, I have a question just to go back to the cigarette smoking because <laughs> it's actually—I mean, it, you know—it's such a hard thing to quit. Were you considering getting rid of the habit for a while, or was it just one yeah, day? Yeah, I was, you
2: woke up? and um, I was doing like. Um, I, I don't know. It was just like, because I was exercising. It's not that I wasn't exercising. You know how they say, like, yeah. okay, if you exercise. I'll, but it wasn't. I was just, I was exercising I was still smoking, which is, like, really stupid. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I would try and I would, like, go off it for, like, a couple of days. And I'm like, oh, no, I have to, you know, like, I can't, you know. But then what was funny was when it, when I started working as a medical assistant, the doctor that I work with wouldn't let me take Cigarette breaks. He's like, (laughs) where are you going? I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have a cigarette. Be right back. Nope. You're not going on your break. I was like, what? You can't do that. He was like, yes, I can. I was like, shit. I guess I'm not going to have my cigarette. So yeah. So I think he was the one that started weaning me off, you know, the cigarettes. Yeah. I used to get so pissed. I was like, fine, I'll have a coffee then, you know?
0: (laughs) But look at that. It was sort of the beginning of the Right? So this is where the coffee... Yeah. You know,
2: because don't you feel that way? Like Yes, definitely. Like now it's
0: like the coffee just, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, when I quit, it was like a, I had wanted to quit for a while and I had a moment. It was a moment when I was uh, about to light a cigarette and it was yeah. like the afternoon and I was not an afternoon smoker. I only smoked if I was out socializing and I remember I thought this is the moment where I'm going to really become a smoker if I light this cigarette. Right. And I just, I tossed it out and then I, I. I did do cold turkey.
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: It had, um, it it had needed to bubble to that point. Of course, like, yeah, it was yeah. in the back of my head that I wanted to quit because I was similarly working out, and seeing that you know, when I was in college, I was like, well, as long as I can run three miles, it doesn't right. matter, you know. <laughs> but it's gross. you know, it's gross. I know. I'm really glad that I replaced it with endurance running. Yep. And I know that, like they say, it takes. I don't. I'm not a doctor, so this is. Probably BS, but they say like it can take five or something years for the you yeah. Know, I did. To I did feel
2: like when I started running, it, it was I was only doing two to three miles. Yeah. yeah, and then I would go to the track sometimes and try to do more, and it was like ah, I was like so feeling out of breath and like yeah. this is, I was like this sucks, like you know. So
0: and it's but, amazing yeah. now as endurance yeah. athletes to look back and see how how bad I know that was what know? we did to yeah. our bodies right because now it's all about like taking care of ourselves I know and our I lungs know and like getting that crazy yeah but we were working out
2: so in our <laughs> mindset we're like hey we're working out we're going to the gym you know
0: I know so. part of mine was vanity too I didn't right. want to be someone that when they were you know in their 50s or 60s looked a lot older I know yes whatever it takes right right totally <laughs> like, so um back to yeah. being inspired by so the running so
2: then I I ended up I needed sneakers, I needed running shoes and I ended up at the Bronxville running company, which is um now we live like a mile away from it, which is like really cool to come back, you know, to the place where I started. And um I met Bobby, Bobby Asher and I met Dave King there. It's at the store. So they were like, Oh, on Wednesday nights we have group runs and I
0: was like, Oh, this is
2: really cool And my husband Roly at the time was running with me a little bit, you know. So we started going to the group runs and then that's how I met Bobby. And he just I – I always used to, like, bug him with a million questions, like, oh, what do I do? How do I get fast? Or how do I do this? You know? And, um, and then he became my – he started training me for the New York
0: City Marathon. That's, like, yeah. a meant-to-be mm-hmm. coming together. He's a really good coach. Yeah, he really is. He really is. Were so. you fast, like, immediately?
2: No, no. I, my first half marathon was the Queens half marathon, and I ran a 145.
0: Yeah. That's fast for a first American. You know, that was like
2: the first. <laughs> and I think my first four miler was like thirty something, thirty somethings, like you know. It was like an eight thirty pace. Like I was I always stuck around that pace, like eight thirties, eight, you know. And yeah, yeah. But those you know what? It took me a while to get into racing and doing the New York quarter races. I was always shy. Like I was like, Oh my god, people are watching you. Like as you're crossing the finish, like like everybody's like there, like I can't, like, you know. But uh but I got over that, yeah. Was and your first was one, one a four miler? Yes, it was a four miler. It, you it was a um it was a fitness four miler It was like at that time I remember they had um it was in two thousand nine. They had um what's his name from the biggest loser? Um,
0: oh one of the coaches.
2: Yeah, he was yeah, um, yeah. he was there. It was like the fitness magazine mm-hmm. kind of like thing. So it was, you know, it was a nice four miler. Yeah. And it was in Central Park, so that was that was tough but It was fun. So,
1: do you remember finishing that? Like, what did that feel like in um, the first race, or, or maybe yeah, you not know that? What it,
2: you know what it is with me? It's so funny because Coach Co- Journey is like, you can't finish your race like that. I always end up finishing like super hyper, and like, this is what I remember after all these races. Like, right, even my friend Lily's like, what is wrong with you? Like, you know, that if you finish like that, you had more left. I don't know. I'm like it. It has to be the adrenaline from finishing a race. Like I'm super hyper after. It's so funny. And yeah, after that race, I just felt like oh my god, I could you know I want to do another one next next weekend and next weekend
0: and.
1: I saw you after after Queens. Yeah, yeah. I I can attest to that. Oh my
0: god! One of my favorite (laughs) photos is of you and me cheering, and we're both like. Arms fists
2: in the know, air, mouths wide open. I know, I was looking open. for you after, and I was like, where is she, where is she, because I know she, like, I know there was a like kick-ass, so I was like, where is she, I'm like, crazy. It's actually a
1: live photo. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yes. if you hold wait on to it you can see somebody
2: home. cropped you out of it i was so upset i was like that's not even right it was like i don't know what there's more Who to did this that creature. i took that
1: photo that's uh no I intellectual property violation <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: cropped the photo i gotta look for it now yeah yeah i'll send it to you it's one of my favorite photos i, I, love, love, it. Too. I love it we look so crazy we're like yeah you're like a runner after my own heart because I get hyper after races, too. Right? It is adrenaline and it's excitement and it's that, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did that. It is. I, yeah, it's it has to. I mean,
2: I just get that adrenaline rush. And it happened to me at T.I.M. Like, yeah. You know, after yeah. I finished with my friend Tanya mm-hmm. and I was just, like, so hyper. Tanya was not having any of it. She was like,
0: fuck this shit. I am in pain. Like, let's get to the hotel. I'm like, yeah. Hey.
2: Just walking along. You're like,
0: aw. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah. We got to run a marathon together. We can be yes. happier at the finish. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: I'll
0: bring the camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you had done a few four-milers. And then when was the first half that you did? That same year? So it
2: was, yeah, in 2009, the Queens um, Half Marathon. It was when they used to do it by the Whitestone. We would go, like, under the Whitestone Bridge and all that. It was nice. It was scenic. It was okay. Yeah. But that was, like... You know, I was not prepared for that half. I was like, holy shit. I even, I drank Gatorade that made me like throw up and I like throw up in my mouth. I was like, oh my God, this is the grossest thing. I was like, I've never done that before. Like, I you know, I just drank water. And kept running. Yeah. And I just kept running, but, um, but it was, it was okay. It was fun. Yeah. Had you done any speed work for
0: these early races?
2: Um, no. I was just running and running. Like I would do like I think I was doing eight hundreds. Like I would look at Runners World and see like little workouts here and there mm-hmm. and I would do like four hundreds or eight hundreds and you know, typical stuff like that that you would do at the beginning, you know. But yeah.
1: So at what point? Because we know you're running, and we know your paces from the recent times. <laughs> at what point there was a sudden... But maybe it wasn't... It's never really sudden. It's gradual. But at what point you had a significant shift in paces from 8.30 down to what, you know...
2: Yeah. So it was it was funny because I just... You know, racing so much, I just kept getting faster. And I was like, oh, this is, like, really cool. Like, I you know, like, wow. Like, okay. Like, I wonder if, like, I start, like, actually training and, you know like, see what I could do. So I think after Queen, so then I just started doing a lot of halves and just kept going and going and going. And I think I started adding more mileage. Um, And I remember after a couple of halves, that's when I started talking with Bobby, like, okay, Bobby, like, what can I do? And then he, you know, started to tell me about, like, the New York City Marathon, like, you know, like, I mean, I knew about the race, but he was like, why don't you do it? Like, why don't you? And I was like, okay, like, you know. And so he was like, um... He was the one that was giving me the plans. Like, we're doing this. We're doing that. And then I would show up to the track workouts uh, with Van Cortland. So I was doing their track workouts, which are, like, really cool. You know, it's Coach Ken. And um, so that's really what got me faster. Like, the track workouts I was doing, um, Bobby had me doing tempos, which I love. And another fun part that got me, like, really, really fast was chasing them on the Wednesday group runs. Mm. It was so funny because it, um, it was Bobby and it was these other um, – This other runner and then Josh Hibbs, he's like really fast. He lives in Philly now, but he's super fast. And um, so, yeah, so I was set out with them and they're, you know, and then we would get to a point in Bronxville and we were like coming back to the store and these. Would like take off, and I'm like, hey, I was like the only girl. I was like you can't drop
0: me, like for me.
2: So I would just start chasing them. Even my husband, like he was getting faster than me. I was like, no fair, get over here. Like so, I would just start chasing them. Yeah, and then sometimes they would take me out in tempos to like Bobby and Josh, and you know, and it would be so funny because I remember one tempo we did. And I was like, guys, can you, you know, like, can we do this piece? Like, it must have been maybe, like, a 6.50 or 7-minute pace or something. They were, like, talking about books and shit in front of me. And I'm, like, dying. I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. That. But, yeah, so You're Chasing like the Dina Boys got me, got me fast. Yeah. That's I love Chasing the Boys. Yeah. You're the
0: real competitor in heart. It's great. <laughs> but yeah. have you read Dina Castro's book? Because she talks yes. about that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, she yes, was, like, yes. I loved it. Girl. I think
2: I read it in, like, three days. That book is amazing. Yeah, I love so what she they, used to do with Mev. Like, she used to tell Mev, right? In the book, yeah. it's like, all right, catch you it you again. Like, mm-hmm. you know, see, because they would do, like, she would start off first. And yeah. that's that's so awesome.
0: Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you certainly. Um, Beating the boys these days. <laughs> right? I love chasing them down. I
2: chased a few down at the cherry tree Tadweiler, And then we were in the vapor flies. I'm like, my vapor flies are working. How about yours?
0: <laughs> Did you like, say that as you were passing? Yeah,
2: I was like I felt like saying I was like, no, he's gonna punch me. I was like, no, 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 let me not say anything. I was like, oh my god, come on, get those sneakers to work. That is
1: you know? so funny. Yeah. Get those sneakers to work.
0: <laughs> but okay, so. You ran the New York City Marathon in 2011, yes. but you had a very special experience based on the yes. race that you had yes. run yes. before yes. the race. So will you tell us about yes. that experience? Yes, oh my gosh, so this was so
2: cool. So I read an article, you guys remember Running Times Magazine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I read an article. This guy works, I don't, it's, I gotta find out, like I follow him on Facebook, his name is Justin, I think he works for like, um, like those outdoor companies and stuff like that, so he lived in New York City and um, he talked about the sub-elite. And I was like, oh, that's really cool, like, you know, they so the thing was with the sub elites, they picked 50 women and 50 men from New York that run you know fast and you know um so the thing was you had to qualify with like a half time at that time was of 127 for the half marathon and so you get like all the perks like you know close to the elites I guess you know we had our own tent like where we could stay warm before the race like we were um, we were walked over to the, to the race start like you know and it was like really cool but i had to work really 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 hard to get there i think i went from like a 130 something i think I was like in the 130s like high 130s and i was like shit, i have to get down to 127 like i have to you know get my shit together i think the first time i broke 130 was um during the queens not queens um The Fred Lebel, I think that was the first time I broke 130. Yeah. And then from then on, it just started getting a little bit faster. The second time I ran under it was um, I, so this is kind of sad for me. Um, Sally Meyerhoff, she was like my idol. And um, when I started running, I would like follow her on, like, not on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that. And I would see her at a few uh, races. And um, she's this awesome girl with the pink socks that would run New York Roadrunner races, super kick-ass. And she would come out here from Arizona and win all these races. Well, she was tragically killed in an accident while she was training for Ironman. And um, I remember I was like, she was supposed to run the, um, the women's half that they do in April. Mm-hmm. And um, she had won it the year prior to. And I remember running it that year and seeing her and she was so super sweet with everybody. She was like really nice. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't running it that year because I wanted to go and cheer her on. And um, I got in touch with New York Roadrunners. It was getting close to it. And I was like, hey, guys, do you think, like, you know, I could run this race? Like, you know, I just want it. And, you know, the memory of Sally and, you know. So I registered. And I didn't know that there was prize money in this race, right? So I was like, oh, maybe if I get into, like, the top women or something, like, maybe I could win some money for they were starting a, a charity for her, like, you know. And I was like, oh, maybe I could win some money. And um, her little sister was coming out to run the race. Her family was going to be out here. And um, I was like, okay, all right, I got this. So this race was, like, super, super special because it's, like, I don't know if it's happened to you guys, but, like, that you're running and all of a sudden you get this, like, fucking strength that you're like, holy shit, where did Mm. that come from? Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, and I felt that. I ended up um, running a 125. I came in wow. second place to so like this like really fast elite runner. Um, I can't remember her name now. But yeah, I ran one twenty five wow. and Excellent I won eight
0: hundred bucks.
2: Oh yeah. That's and amazing. I was like so that I was like, yeah. I was like, Oh my god, the last like the second, you know, the last loop that we did, I was like, All right, I got this, I got this, I'm doing this for Sally, like, you know? And it was just some crazy strength of that and it was insane, yeah. That's, so, like,
0: 625
2: paces? I guess, yeah, 125, that's yeah, in Central Park. I was, like, you know, it was funny, because I came in, like, I think, like, 15 minutes after, like, the, <laughs> the elite runner. You, <laughs> you know? and I was like, I was like, You know, it was hysterical. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so that was, like, super special. Her sister was there, and it was just, like, oh, my God, I couldn't... It all heart. Yeah, that's what it was. And from then on, I've just run like that. Like, so that was, like, my first like, real experience, like, you know, and it, I do that at every race, like, it's, it's not just for myself, like, I always think of people that I love dearly, like, you know, like, I always, like, at the end of races, I'm like, all right, one, this mile is for, you know, so-and-so, and this mile is for, so, so it's, like, takes your mind off, like, especially in the marathon, those last six miles, I always do that, it's, like, those six miles are dedicated to the people I love the most, and it's just, like, every, I give every single one of them a mile, yeah, my husband usually gets the last mile. So,
0: that's nice (laughs) it can go to shits or it's like you're you're like like, I'm sorry (laughs) I'm really tired (laughs) oh that's awesome that's a real privileged place for him Mm -hmm. Um, yeah wow that's really really inspiring 125 two loops of Central Park yeah yeah that serious business wow but it's like you said
2: it's like a heart all heart when you put that in it's like you know I I understand you know your legs get tired it's very hard to just be like all right run with heart you know Especially for us, like, you know, it's, it's very, very hard. But I don't know, that day it just all fell into place. It was, it was really a really cool experience to do that, you know? Yeah. It is
0: really amazing when, you just said when things fall into place, like you just see this opening happen. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. when is this going to happen again? And you just go for it. Totally, yeah. Because you never know. Mm-hmm. So then that got you into the sub elite, right? Yes,
2: yes, yes. For that year. Right? Yes. Okay. So it's so I ran the New York City Marathon in two thousand eleven, right? And um it was yeah. And again for Sally it was you know, I was like, Oh my god, it was like a dream come true. I'm like I'm doing the sub elite, like it was so it was really fun. It was a crazy experience. Like Bobby had to like calm me down the whole morning. I was like jumping up and down, like all over the place. Cause our the sub lead tent is right next to the lead tent. So I all I remember I told you the story right that Kim Smith was like in the porta potty in front of me, and I was like, oh my god, I'm behind Kim Smith, like in the porta potty. This is crazy. Yeah, i was it was just insane. Like it was crazy. That yeah. must have
0: been hard, cause you're. That makes you expend energy. Right, that yes, kind of yes. Save yes.
2: Oh my god, Bobby had to calm me down like in a couple of occasions. Like they <laughs> so they walk us over to the bridge and they're like, Okay, you guys can warm up on the bridge like warm up on the bridge, like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I was just like up going up and down, up and down the bridge, I was like, I was like, okay, you need to stop. I was like, all right. I <laughs> was like, well, I
1: will. Don't run 20 miles up and down right? the bridge before oh you Oh my
2: God, it was so funny. Yeah. You know, we were all the way in the front. Like, it was crazy. Like, there was nobody in front of us. Like, What yeah. a view that must have been. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was really, really cool. It was a cool experience. I don't know how it is now. Like, I, when I did it, it, was such a long time ago. But it's probably the same qualifying times or, you know.
1: How but, do you control that energy when you're up front? Like, how yeah. do you, what did you, you really, tell yourself? You really can't.
2: You what know? was your first mile or your first five K split, do you remember? Oh my god, I don't even remember. <laughs> but I know I was just like, yeah, I must have taken off like a bat out of hell like at the beginning, you know. It was so funny. Well you
0: ran a three twelve at that marathon, which was your first so that's yes. pretty incredible that you ran a three twelve yeah. on your first. Marathon. I couldn't believe it. Okay, so then you ran again well no, then you you qualified for Boston. I qualified Boston for, right for, now for Boston, for yes,
2: with three yeah, with three twelve. Which I told you guys, Bobby said, that's a big deal. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, wow, I qualify for Boston. I was like, I mean, he had told me about it. I was like, yeah, these are the times, who, you know. And I was like, okay, that's really cool. I was like, I don't think I could do it on my first marathon. But, you know, that's that's awesome. Yeah,
0: most people don't. That's yeah. incredible. So, you ran a 304 that year. That was 2013? Yes, yes. What so was, was that after? like? Oh, my God.
2: So that was, like, super special to be there. Like, Boston is, like, the Super Bowl of marathons. It's like holy shit it's like you just get there and it's like even the bus start you know when they take it it's just like it's so amazing to be there I mean just to be there you know you you put all that work all that sweat it's just you it just feels so good
0: um did you did you feel good were you ready did you have a good Chinese I did weekend?
2: I did I felt really really good I had been warned about the hills you know and I love downhills. That's my thing. Like, I love running downhills. So I was like, all right, if I, you know, if I suck at the uphills, you know, I know I could make it up a little bit on the downhills, and because I hate hills. I
0: really do. Like- I've seen you work your magic on downhills. When we ran Ted Corbett <laughs> together last year, or two years ago, I remember when we, we had about, we were coming around for the last... Like five miles or yes, something. Yes. You're like, all right, ladies, let's use the downhills, and you just like really <laughs> took off on the downhill. It was pretty cool. I was like, okay, yeah. that was so awesome. I loved
2: that day. It's like working together was so cool.
1: I'm gonna take us back for a
2: second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <To> gridiron?
1: <laughs> no, not gridiron. <laughs> it's inside joke. Um, you were born in Uruguay.
2: Yes, I was born in Uruguay.
1: So, What brought you here? So, I came
2: here when I was six, six years old. Um, My mom had um, a sister that lived here. And so, my mom, before she got married and everything, they put in the paperwork to come here. You know how you had to have like a sponsor and somebody Mm -hmm. bring you over. So, that took like almost my mom like 10 years. Yeah. Because by the time everything was approved, she had us, you know, me and my sister, and she was married. So, yeah, we came over. I was six.
1: So, her sister. Your aunt? Yeah, sponsoring. my aunt was yeah. our sponsor oh, yeah, that brought us over. The sibling sponsorship yeah. is about a decade Yeah, long yeah,
2: yeah. For. So it's like, you know, we went through the whole process of doing the visas and stuff like that. And in Uruguay, they make you go through all the process of getting the fingerprints and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, so that was pretty interesting.
1: Which town? Mm-hmm. Uh, so
2: I am... Uh, near Montevideo Mm -hmm. but it's a coastal town it's called El Pinar so it's all like um so the people from the city usually go to our town where they have their beach houses and stuff and you know they go only in the summer and then in the winter it's cool because it's like all these people just go back to you know to the city and we have the the town back to ourselves again, which is like really cool. It like gets like crazy in the summer and then in the winter it comes down again.
1: Any famous football players from that town um, on the national team? Oh maybe? my God,
2: please. It's not even talk about Luis Suarez, the biter. <laughs> it's like everybody he's, he's a biter. from my country.
1: Yeah, the you? biter yes. More than the bite. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. I remember the, the what is the was the was it the quarterfinal with against ghana the oh. the hand punch at the oh end my of, god and then the penalty was anyway that's a whole other podcast yeah on yeah own, but seriously yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but um yeah no my hometown <laughs> team is um uh, that's a team i like from your yeah okay. my dad's from the opposite team so <laughs> oh
1: all right so
0: yeah but you're right it's pretty nice you know it's small super small country so well, there's an important connection between you and Uruguay and sports teams. Yes. So yes. Amazing so of course, front. me, the curious person that
2: I am, <laughs> I, you know, I'm always looking up times. I'm like, oh, I wonder if, you know, like, what's the fastest time for Uruguay, Like in the marathon and what's this and that, you know? But um, so, yeah, so the Pan American Games were coming up. I can't remember what year it was, 2000 by 2015, because I was, that's what I was going for, the goal. And um, I sent um, an email to the Athletics Federation of Uruguay, and I asked, I'm like, oh, how, you know, what are the qualifying times for the Pan American Games in the marathon? And the guy says, well, 2.55. I was like, holy shit, I thought it was going to tell me like 2.30 something, like 2.35. <laughs> I was like, 2.55? I was like, okay, that, I mean, that sounds, you know, attainable. yeah, but I mean, it's, it's hard, you know, but I'm like, okay. So then, so this is when I was started to train with Coach Ernie and, you know, and I had run my sub 258, I, I ran sub 3258 in Philly, so this is all, I was like, okay, let's, you know, do you think that maybe we could get me to a 255 in Boston? And he's like, yeah, we could do that, like, you know, you're in 258, you just, you got
0: to do a lot of work. Whoa. All of this, yeah. there's like so much here. 255 in Boston, that's crazy, and a 258 in Philly. That's yeah, crazy. so that was my first of three.
2: 258 in Philly. So yeah, so 255, 255 was the mark for the Pan that's American the Games for Uruguay for me to go. You know, so
0: long story short, how much wait? How much time between finding out this information and the race that you needed to? Yeah, run the so time? it was.
2: It took a while because I had to. I went and did my passport. I um, yeah, and I had to send them like a bunch of information. Like they sent me like a form to fill out and stuff, and you know. And, um, and I put coach Ernie as my trainer and, you know, they wanted to see that I had a coach and so I'm like, yeah, you know, so yeah, I (laughs) sent Coach Ernie. Yeah, coach Ernie. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so I sent them that. And, um, but yeah, so it was, oh God, that race, it wasn't as cold as your race. I mean, we, I remember, I remember the rain, you know, 15 was bad. I remember, you know, it's like, I feel like towards the end, I like mile 25 is when it hit me. Like I started getting like really, really cold and. You know, I was just shivering and, but yeah, I ran 255.30. 30. Mm-hmm. 30. Thirty fucking seconds, yeah.
0: Did you know that you were like, yeah, that, that I, close? you know what?
2: As soon as I, um, I can't remember where I was, but I remember looking at my watch and I was like, I started crying. I was mm. like, oh my god, I missed this mark. I was like, I was so upset. But, but then you, it, d-
1: during the race, you yeah, during at the, watch the race, and you were like, There's yeah, no way yeah. I, can make and up I don't know if it's seconds. happened to
2: you, but it's yeah. very hard to cry and, 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 at and run at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dry heave. I was like, oh. Oh, I to like, I have to stop, I have to stop. I still have like half a fucking mile to go. Like, I really need mm. to get my shit together other yeah. yeah so I was like yeah when I saw that I had missed it I was like damn it but um but I knew it was a big PR and I was happy with it I was like that's what got me
0: out of that funk right. and yeah that's a hard conflicting thing because it's yeah. such a good race and such a good time. yeah and 30 yeah. seconds is I really know, hard yeah. to get in a marathon yeah it was that hard
1: condition at those conditions at that level Going from, you said you 258 at, Philly, yeah, going 258 down at Philadelphia. Yeah, 258 at Philadelphia. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh my yeah. God. yeah.
2: But poor coach Ernie tried to send him a letter and like explain to them the weather. And, you know, it's like she's 30 seconds. And they're like, no. Mm. So that year, they they didn't end up sending anybody. No Uruguay woman went because the girl that was supposed to, so the girl that was, that had the, uh, that she's fast too. She had the marks in Uruguay. She was supposed to run a marathon after I ran. Um, Boston so I think they were waiting to see what mm. her times were and um, I think they were very like you know oh she's probably gonna run you know under 255 or whatever you know like they were very sure of that she ended up running like a 304 or a 305 mm. or something like that so they didn't send anybody wow. and I was like shit that really sucks They were so close for yeah. 30 that's seconds so like it could have represented my country but yeah. you know but it is what it is yeah, it's yeah that's the thing about and running the thing, yeah. there's numbers it is it. what it is you know is that yeah. still on the radar um I don't No, no i don't even know like what the marks are or anything like that i just know like the fastest time for my country is a 248 like 17 or something like that yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: i love your courage to look that up and say all right we're gonna do this i know right a lot of yeah that says something about you you yeah
0: that was cool can you tell us a little bit about like the mental side of your preparation for that race? Because that's a really ambitious goal, and yeah. to have just done a two fifty eight, which some people would say, "Oh, done it, been there, done that, I'm over," you know, it's over, because that's takes so much. I mean, there's obviously the physical; you have to be there, you have to of get course, there. Of course, yes. But then yeah. the rest of that is. That was in your it. Was head. it was
2: really 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 hard training? Like it was like you know, and it just um, Coach Jordan was like, "All right, we got to put." all you have into it like we have to like he's not a type to be like plan b plan c like no 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 plan a this is what we're doing this is what you're going for i don't want to hear anything else which is like really cool like and you know it works for some people you know and i guess it works for me you know because i just it's if you give me a plan b or c i would look at it as a cop out like okay it's Mm. like if it doesn't work that way then no then change it you know and do something else no this is what we're going for we're going you know for 255. So he had told me, you know, I want to see 255 everywhere. like on a post it. I had it all over my refrigerator, at my desk, at work. I would put 255, 255 mm-hmm. all over the place. So it was like I would, you know, wake up 255, eat, sleep 255. That was like on my mind. Wow. And um, that's, you know, what got me through workouts. He had me doing like amazing workouts. And um, we went up to 102 miles. Yeah, that was, like, the highest I went in training, which was, like, amazing, yeah. I was doing doubles, like, I would run in the morning, 8 in the morning, or 9 in the morning, and then, you know, whatever, 8 at night, or, yes, I was doing double runs, and um, just long, everything was long, Long long and slow, like, he's, like, very old school, like, he, you know, it was crazy, because I always tell everybody, like, you know, don't be embarrassed about running, like, an 845, or, I mean, you know, if you're fast, I understand that, like, you know, but don't don't you know that's that's fine you know run whatever pace you know even if you have to run at like 10 pace like it's you're running slow and your body's recovering you mm-hmm. know it's so yeah so it was, physiologically
1: like, just, it's actually doing a really important thing right, and people yeah. get tied to this number i, right. mean, I think social media has a it plays a role in that kind of insecurity yeah. but it's not it's actually very important to be disciplined enough to do that
2: definitely were you doing two speed workouts a week yeah so he would uh, usually i would do like my um my saturday saturdays and sundays were like my my workout days yeah you know so he would like it was crazy because the speed workouts were long like you Mm -hmm. know he would have me doing like two mile repeats you know did you do a time trial i did what did i use i used um the queen's half marathon that was like my yeah that was the when I um I I was supposed to do New York City half I mm-hmm. think that year, and I had some issue with the plantar fasciitis. Like it was creeping itself, you know, here and there. So I would like um get a treatment. I got injections for it. Like you know they give you like the whatever it's Plasma called. Plasma replacement. It, no, nothing cortisone? like that. Just oh, the like, cortisone. yeah, just a cortisone shots. And um I remember I did that. Um I did that like a week before. Um, running the Queen's half because I was like, okay, I'm not doing New York City. I got to do, you know, mm-hmm. I'll find something else. And yeah, I ran that. Know? It was pretty flat. It was a flat race. But it was like I told you guys, it was during a workout that yeah. I ran. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 10 mile tempo, like a, you know, like fast tempo. And um, I, so after the 10 mile mark, he said, okay, if you feel good, you know, give, uh, you know, just do whatever, you know, whatever you feel you have left on those legs, go for it. And I was like, OK. So I ran what I had to run till mile 10, which is like 615 pace or something like that. But yeah. And then, and then and like I like until you guys, Bobby was waiting there at that point, at the 10 mile point. And I was like, hey, I'm done. <laughs> and then it's like, OK, now you got to continue for three miles. 5K so 5 Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I ran 122 something for that one. Yeah, that was my like half marathon PR. It was flat. It's like a flat course. How was, did you, you know, feel? It was pretty like, cool.
1: Did that instill confidence? In you Or you were like, OK.
2: No, yeah. that was, yeah, that totally gave me, yeah. like, you know, the confidence, like, holy shit, like, you know, yeah, his training, his I was, wow. I was yeah. just uh, PRing mm-hmm. in a lot of races and stuff, yeah, fast. so I was Are just you,
0: feeling so strong, you know. You said in that training cycle that you also PR'd in the 10K, you did a 37.53. Yes, That's yeah, it. that was
2: another workout, he told me to run, like, a certain pace till mile four, And it was like, you know, and it's so funny the way he works. He knows my mind works. Like, I was telling you guys, like, if he gives me workouts, it's like, I'm going to do them. First, because I don't want to let him down. I'm like, you Mm -hmm. know, I he sees that, you know, and yeah, I just do them. I'm like, okay, give me a pace. I'm going to fucking do that pace, and Mm -hmm. I'll work hard at it, you know. And that's why I think he does that with races. It's funny. He's like, just throws a workout. He's like, oh, okay, I want you to do this until that mile four, and then just you know, give it whatever you have until you know.
1: That's such a sign of a finish. good coach because mm-hmm. um, you're whether you go into it as a race or a workout, you're getting a stimulus out of it regardless. Yes. So just mentally switching those gears to say, okay, it is a workout to this bigger goal.
2: Definitely. Yeah, I get. Um, well, it's like successful. I was saying, like when it's a race, race, I get like all crazy, like I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> and it goes to shit, like you yeah, know. It's but when if I know I'm doing it like as a workout and okay, and I it's it's more technical. You know, mm-hmm. like I get my head in the yes. zone and just, it's a workout. You're going to get it done. That's it. You
0: know? And as a fellow, someone who gets amped up after a race or something, I also feel really great after a good workout. Yes. So then to still be able to be running and have that energy, Yes, yes. I can definitely understand then being able to pick it up and just crush it. Yes. Yes. It feels amazing.
2: i am going to try cool. that next time. Yes. <laughs>
0: Um, and then you also did your Broad Street ten mile PR. Yes, session yes, as well. that was
2: after. Yeah, that was after Boston. So I was after right after that two fifty five because. Um, oh right. Broad Street run is in uh, in May. In yeah, May. yeah. So I was like, I still felt strong, and you know what? I should have listened to Coach Ernie because he's like kind of iffy about that race. He's mm. like, you just run a marathon, like you know. It's kind of close That's true. It's like, like three, you know two, it was three. close yeah because i did get injured after that i was like it was just the plantar fasciitis got like really bad after that but um mm. but, but you it, ran a
0: 102
2: yeah 102 it was it's a fast course again too it's a really 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 good course because you just start and you're like basically like no turns you're just going downhill like all the way to the finish line <laughs> it's pretty cool yeah
0: you know for someone that likes downhill that's yes ideal. yes i
2: loved it yeah um, did you feel your plantar
0: fasciitis during the race? I
2: didn't, no, not really. But um, it's like it's such a weird injury because you could feel good for like a couple of days, and then all of a sudden it's like, it it just comes out out of nowhere, and you're like, okay, I thought you were gone, and now you're back again. You know, and you try everything. Please, my house was like. It's a bunch of gadgets and shit. You know, it's like, yeah, it's so annoying. Did you wear the Strasbourg? Yes, that thing was like making my freaking toes numb. I was like, <laughs> shit, I will rip it out at night. It's, like, I know you can't have it on for longer than, but it was so annoying and the taping and, yeah. oh my god. Did it
0: take you out afterwards for a while? Yeah,
2: yeah, I did because it was painful. Yeah, yeah, I thought I could run through it. You know, some people do. Some people can. Yeah, yeah but it was just annoying because it was like changing. It was changing the way I was running, like, my gait and stuff like that. And yeah. then that can cause other problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: you know. How long were you out?
2: Oh, my God. So, I've been out since, like, so yeah, it's basically, like, 2000. I mean, I ran marathons here and there, you know, during. But it was, like, I was never, like, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, I did Buenos Aires, Argentina. You know, I, I did um, the New Jersey Marathon. So, it's, like, back and forth, you know. I would, like, start the training and feel, like, really good. Mm-hmm. But then it would, like creep up again you know
0: so that's disappointing yeah it is
2: it is because you're still dealing with that yeah yeah i mean now it's now it's it's pretty good so now i'm 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 in training again which is like awesome i ran tim and i felt really really good which is like a good you know that's it's pointing me in the right direction like that okay that i could keep this away Mm -hmm. so
0: do you have goals for oh
2: my god so much I want to do now that I feel good, you know. Mm, so this nice. week was my first like 55 miles for this week. I was like so excited, that's I couldn't amazing. believe it. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just want to see if I could break that 255. Like we're going for it now. Yeah, for CIM. Yeah. Oh, for this. December. Yes, yes. CIM. So I'm gonna do CIM again. And yeah, because
0: it was such a great experience. Like I love that race. I'm going to pull in an Ali and say, can we go back? Great can Iron. I take Yes, you back? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> can you tell us how and where and when you met Rolly? Oh,
2: my God. This is a funny story. I met Roli online. It was like, I do you guys remember when AOL had like those different chat rooms? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so oh, my God. Like a an, random success awesome. chat room story? Yeah. So what it was, was like, your handle? It was in
2: an Argentinian <laughs> chat room. But first he met my sister. Oh, <gasps> But my little sister, my sister's 35, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he met her, but at the time she had a boyfriend. So she's like, oh, you could take him. I was like, sure, I'll take him. He looks I hot. That. I was like, he, "And he's such a liar. The picture that he put up was like this blonde hair, you know, like green. And you know, he has the green eyes, but it was like a really, like, Light, light blonde hair. I was like, "Oh my god, this guy looks so hot!" And it was like a picture of him like scuba diving, where he had the <laughs> thing like in his mouth. I'm like, "Who is sexy?" You know? <laughs> it was like really. I still have that picture like in my wallet somewhere. It's so funny. I carry it around. But yeah, so he, you know, so we just messaged, and he had just come here from Argentina. He was like on a student visa, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? Let me be your tourist, and I'll take you around and stuff." You know. So, yeah, wow. yeah. so I just I would pick him up in Yonkers, and I would take him out to the bars with me and my girlfriend, and That's it was so just cool. like, you know, he would probably throw these two crazy American chicks, like, I mean, he knew that was from Europe, <laughs> but it's like, oh my god, we were like, taking him to all these bars and stuff, and I remember I took him to Yankee Stadium, so I was like his tour guide, so yeah, and then we just, you know, we hit it off, yeah.
0: That's nice, so what, yeah. what year was that?
2: Oh my God. We, we've we been married for 15. You've been married for yeah, 15, 15 years. Wow, yeah, 15 years. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. It's a long, long time that's ago. It's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you guys just.
1: Did, did you guys just buy your home? Yes, yeah. yes. We just, just bought our first apartment. That. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah,
2: he's done a great job. He's a
0: carpenter, he's, he's a good guy. He's the keeper.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's
0: nice. It's so nice that he's so supportive of you.
2: Yeah, I know. He really is. He really is. He's gone out to races, which is funny. At the beginning of when I started running, he would go out on his bike, and um, he would, you know, he would, like, ride alongside of me and That's just, nice. you know, support me. But I have to tell you guys a funny story. I've um, got <laughs> the Long Island um, Divas run, and yeah. and that race, it's all women, right? So he used to go on his bike and, um, you know, just ride around the course. So one year, he's on the course with me. And I think I was like in second place or something like that, right? And I I have a habit of just like looking back. I'm like, oh my god, she's (laughs) gonna chase me down. Like the third girl is gonna catch me. Like. And he always screams at me. He's like, no, you're supposed to look ahead to see who's in front of you and catch her. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I'm like, I'm fine in second place. I don't want to <laughs> get fucking passed." Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so, so, yeah, so this is funny. So I had actually a guy that was the lead. You know how when they put, like, guy, you know, the lead bikers and stuff like that. So he was with me, too. And my husband was, like, staying kind of, like, away. Like, he didn't want to get, you know. So <laughs> <Tingle girl. laughs> I remember I was supposed to take this turn. And it was, like, 400 meters to go or something like that and he my husband started screaming he's like stop looking back just freaking go like run harder <laughs> run harder right he was like screaming at me so the guy in the lead bike was like wow that guy's an asshole and i was like yeah that's my husband <laughs> But he was so funny. The guy was like, felt so bad for me. He's like, oh my god, he's like so mean. Nobody's screaming? Like, You're like, no, no, no. It yeah. works. and He was like, okay, yeah, that's my husband. That you know, so funny. It's so funny. Wasn't he yeah. when you
0: were telling you not to stop to get the um? Yes, yes, the crown.
2: The, yeah, the crown he's and like, the tiara. Leave the yeah, tiara alone. I yeah. was like, yeah, it was so funny. He's like, no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Yeah, because he always says, I always run the Long Island Diva. I love that race. And they have a table before you finish that you grab your bow and you grab your tiara and you just put it on, you know. Yeah, my husband's like, you're not going to stop to get that, are you? Like, of course I am. That's a whole part of this race. I want my tiara. I want my boa. Like, that's it. You know? But yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, he's He's funny.
0: Does he race competitively?
2: Um, he de- he has done a couple of races, yeah. Like he does, like he's done a couple here in, uh, I mean in Central Park uh-huh. that they do, and he's done a few. And um, I think there's like a crit in White Plains mm-hmm. that he does, and yeah, he's he's pretty, he's pretty. He loves that. I can't nice. just I can't go see those races. To me, it's I get like anxiety when I, I see know. that because of the crashes and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like I'm always like yeah yeah I don't like to see those turns are sharp yeah yeah so yeah
0: cyclists yeah but. But he's—he sounds like a real competitor. Too. Oh no, he is. This is why we don't
2: run together because we <laughs> used to get really competitive. Yeah, yeah, we would like go out from our for our runs in the neighborhood, and he'd be like, "Why are you going so fast?" I'm like, "I am like two steps ahead of you. I am not going fast." And then that would piss I mean, this me is my off. Easy pace. Yeah, and then it would take another turn, and I was like, "Fine, see you back at the house," and I would take <laughs> off. Yeah and that happened to us during a race we did um oh, really? i was pacing him at the celebrate life half marathon and he was like really good on pace and then i remember i just asked them like he looked like he was like kind of like struggling and i just said hey you want some water I' me to get to he's like i don't want water he looks like, screaming at me so the, i got so mad i was like you know what fine and I remember I took off. off. And then Coach Ken was like, Laura, you're split after 10. Because it was like, it was it 10 miles. He's like, you're yeah, that 5K split. Jesus. I was like, yeah, Rolly pissed me off. So I just left it banned.
1: New so you, strategy yeah. to taste 255.
2: Strategy. Have <laughs> your husband that pisses you off during the race. Oh my god! Oh my god! That he is was so, so funny. funny. He was like, "Yeah," he was like, "You're annoying." I was like, "I was just asking you for water." <laughs>
0: yeah. Like pacing family members,
2: you know how you get. Teacher. You know what you get. Like some people don't like to, yeah. you know. Yeah. You have runners that are just like in the zone, like
0: leave me alone, like you know. But- well, um, to usually at the end of our train, our. uh
1: our training cycle. Our training cycle. Yeah,
0: that too. <laughs> Usually at the end of our interviews, we ask our guests to give a training tip. If you have one that like stands out the most for you in terms of what has helped you when you're running. Oh my God. You can pass along. So
2: what I have learned is that you need to believe in yourself. You really do. Like You have to believe it in your deep, deep, deep soul core, whatever it is. You have to believe it. Like, it has to come from you. Like, you. Like this is why, you know, and and then you have to have people around you that believe that, too. So this is why I have, you know, my husband that believes in me, even though he gives me shit. He's like, you're too old. Like, <laughs> of course you're gonna be hurting. I'm like,
0: I'm oh, old. Like, you're, <laughs> you're not old.
2: Yeah, like, stop. <laughs> he just wants me to ride my bike with him, which Aww. I don't. But, um, yeah, he's like, you know, running your knees. I was like, stop it. I don't want to hear from, from you. Yeah, yeah, you. I don't want to hear from you. Yeah. So, yeah, but he's like a big big believer you know he believes in me and you know the hard work I put into it and then you know co Ernie and friends that I've met through running like people that just believe in you like you know you don't want those negative people around you like no yeah. you know that's kind of like not you know it's like a big goal you know what the bigger the fucking goal yeah the better yeah you just you know go big or go home right that's so, amazing yeah yeah yeah
0: Well, thank you so much. Oh my God. Thank you so much, guys. (laughs) See you next Friday. See you next Friday. Bye. Bye.